hit y'all with this uh, intro one more time. So take about a minute of this intro and we'll let y'all refresh. Yeah. 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 Uh, cause I'm on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. She tell me, girl, I'm on the way. She, I'm on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. She tell me, girl, I'm on the way. She, I'm on the way. Yeah, you ain't gotta say shit. She went down, down, down. Yeah, say you ain't gotta say shit. Yeah, say, cause I'm on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. She tell me, girl, I'm on the way. I'm on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. Tell her, girl, I'm on the way. She, I'm on the way. Don't know matter where you are, cause I'm on the way. I'm on the way. Had a conversation with Shorty, never met before. Damn, she looking good. Damn, she she had a homegirl with a but conversation led to another one. Oh, I'm talking to both like them, I don't really know who to choose. What's up, though? What's up? Niggas all on them trips. We was spending up them chips. Yeah. Pulling up in them whips. Yeah. Late nights, we would dip. Yeah. You know we was rockin', we turned up all night, yeah Scratches on my back, ain't no cushions ass, yeah Every time she around, it's going down, yeah We all in the hotel room, scratches on my back, man, we on the wall Niggas call downstairs like, man, this noise can't take too much more Give it to me one time, one time, I'm about to beat it up, open the list so I can eat it up Cause I'm on the way, yeah I'm on the way, she tell me girl I'm on the way, she I'm on the way, yeah, I'm on the way, she tell me girl I'm on the way, she I'm on the way, yeah, you ain't gotta say shit, she went down, 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 yeah, you ain't gotta say shit, cause I'm on the way, yeah. Test, 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 can you hear me, can you hear me, can you hear me, can you see us, we're here, <laughs> we're, we're trying all, starting over again, this time I can actually see the comments on the screen, which I could not see at first. So I'm hoping that's that's a good sign that everything is working. It's been a while, y'all. You know, we rusty. We, we rusty. Bridget, what's up? Okay, I hear myself on the, I had to pull us up on the phone to make sure we working. So <laughs> if y'all hear the echo, that's what it is. But shout out to everybody that's here. Um, it looks like everything is working because message is saying hi to both he's not complaining so that's always a good sign <laughs> message what's good how you doing yeah he's not complaining so that's that's a good sign um we are here we are back we are back so before we had the technical difficulties i think i believe you said you wanted to start it off with the uh releases right uh, yeah, we can start off with the release. I just wanted to say something, uh, real quick, I guess, just, uh, I guess incoming news. Uh, Serena D was just dethroned as the NWA women's champion and the new women's that. champion is Camille, uh, Brickhouse. Is that her last name? I believe so. Yeah. So she is now the new, uh, women's champion. So shout outs to Camille for taking that dub. Uh, so we'll probably be seeing her on AEW now at some point. Uh, and also, uh, Kaylee Ray, uh, or not Kaylee Ray, but uh, good Lord, uh, Ky Kylie Ray. She has signed a contract with NWA. Uh, that's notable because uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, she was supposed to get a major push and win the women's title from uh, Deanna Peraza. 
And then she just uh, said she was retiring from wrestling because of depression, like major depression. So everybody like was wishing her good luck and nobody was mad at her and impact let her leave. No problem. And uh, they, I guess they finalized canceling their, her contract and let her go to NWA to do what she wanted to do. So yeah, signed a new contract and she's back. So. Uh, you know, with message, I don't even take message seriously no more. I found out his age, and that was a wrap for that. So, you know, oh boy, I, I don't mess with it. <laughs> I don't even take message seriously no more. Uh, go ahead and explain to him because he he's keep asking who is that, and he's putting AEW question marks. No, no, I she's not. She didn't wrestle in AEW. She was a uh, a fantastic female talent uh, that wrestled in other promotions. Uh, a lot of indie promotions. Most notably, she wrestled for uh, Impact Wrestling. Uh, back when their their women's division was like probably really stacked. This when she left, that's when their division started to kind of go downhill, in my opinion. Uh, but she was supposed to be the major figurehead uh, going uh, into the pandemic era, I guess, of Impact. Uh, and uh, she has had a history of of of, uh, of depression. And, and that type of stuff. So when she uh, left, it was more so everybody just was just trying to support her and uh, her decision to leave. So very good talent. And I'm just very glad that she's back. So it was very sad when she said she was retiring. So. All right. What's up, Arcadic? My God. Liz is talking about, okay, cool. I can see y'all now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's good, man. That's good. I appreciate I'm glad that y'all here. Um, for the ones that's not watching the floor made with the thing, Chad Ochocinco did just get knocked down with a left hook, but he got up, he survived the four rounds. Um, so he didn't get knocked out like Nate Robson. So shout out to Chad Ochocinco. Shout out to Ochocinco, man. So um You don't ever so want to go out you like wanna that. get into you want to get into the releases, so yeah, let's just start with that. Good Lord. <laughs> Get the guns. Let's get the guns loaded. I'm really trying to have a good positive positive stream. The Mavericks pissed me off earlier today. They they blew their chance to go to the second round to the Clippers. So I'm, I'm already amped up about that. <laughs> and then I'm a WNBA fan. The Dallas Wings getting beat right now. It's yeah. It's, it's been a rough day. So now we're about to talk about release in WWE and Raw. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let me try to Back to here. back. Let me try to be good here. <laughs> let me try to be good here. So, uh, let me see what Cody said first. Raffle, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? Oh, uh, yeah, Lizard. Rob, what's up, Robbie? What up, y'all? I'm trying to speak to y'all before we get right into it because I don't want to. I don't want to miss no comments with y'all. So, I don't want y'all think I'm ignoring y'all. So. Here we are. Uh, once again, thanks to everybody that's watching on Twitch. Um, it will be on YouTube later on. I will be posting the audio on Apple Pop and Spotify and Google and all that. So appreciate all y'all that's listening or watching or however you see this or hear this. Appreciate you guys. So, And make sure you follow my guy, MT Darkness, as well. The name is scrolling across the screen. If you yes, are on his page, you already know what it is because you're already there. So, yes, sir. Make sure you follow my guy too for the ones who haven't followed lizard i'm you're talking about the merit hey let's let's leave it alone i'm gonna say that for the other <laughs> podcast i'm gonna save it for the other podcast let's let me get pissed off about wrestling real quick so 
new releases come along this past week wwe has released braun Strowman, uh velveteen dream alistair black i know i'm missing somebody santana garrett i believe and buddy murphy i believe that was it for this oh ruby ryan as well for this week i got a whole list of everybody they released so i'm just trying to make sure i get the latest ones together so the latest (laughs) ones was braun Strowman, which shocked the hell out of me Alistair Black shocked the hell out of me because he was just on SmackDown. Ruby Ride, which I I guess good for her because it's going to help her, you know, actually be able to get in the ring somewhere else where she should be. Then you got Lana, which I didn't care for. Yeah, I told y'all Lana was slowing Naomi down. Um, Lana is a hard worker. She is a hard worker, but I'm pretty sure her and Miro was ready to get together. So... I'm really not mad about Lana. That means Naomi gets to be a solo uh, wrestler again. That's what I've been asking for. And then Buddy Murphy, which I just can't understand how you get rid of somebody with the talent of Buddy Murphy. So those are the latest releases. If you want to, if you want to refresh there about the people that they released this year so far, let's add Andrade, Steve Cutler, Big Show, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Samoa Joe, Kalisto, Bo Dallas. Tucky, <laughs> Chelsea Green, Wesley Blake, uh, Jessamine Duke, which you could have really did something with her and Shayna like you was, but whatever, I'm not going to vent on that. Alexander Wolf, which he was part of, um, I was about to say Velveteen, he was part of um, Imperium, and he, they jumped him, then he was le- released. Um, I said Velveteen Dream, and then Santana Garrett. So, oh, and then the Iconics. Lizard, yeah, Lizard does bring that up. Steve Cutler was uh, recently promoted on Impact's uh, latest episode. So he's going to Impact. He got a contract over there. That's good. That's good for Steve. Which I'm pretty sure now that they're getting fans back too, which is another announcement that we need to go ahead and make, Impact Wrestling is bringing back fans finally to Slammiversary. And I've been waiting on it. I've been waiting on Impact more than probably any other promotion for whatever reason. They deserve it. That's why they they're bringing back fans. And the the moment they uh the tickets went live, they sold out within twenty minutes. So shout outs to Impact for getting that shit done. They deserve it. I I want them to blow up. Their their product is it's prime. I'm doing a podcast. If you come on here talking about, am I going to stream the floor versus Logan fight? No, sir. I you know I'm not streaming that. I'm not getting banned for that. What no. No, that's that's funny. <laughs> if you're here for that 4K, you might as well leave now. I ain't going to lie to you, my guy. We're doing a wrestling podcast. <laughs> that's what we're doing. And message, see, this is why I'm going to start reading y'all comments while podcast, because we're sitting here. Y'all getting ahead of us. <laughs> y'all getting ahead of us. Y'all getting ahead of us. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, those are the people that's released. I'm going to let you vent first, and then I'm going to go ahead and I get my two cents on it after i hear what you got to say all right well i've been pretty much saying this from the jump i uh this is the main reason why i don't uh (laughs) i don't follow wwe as 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 hardcore as i used to uh was because of this shit they would pull uh they would pull fast ones all the time and i would just get heated and i just got done with it so then i went to new japan and just pretty much any other company other than wwe and I've been pretty okay with it. So when this happened, I saw Twitter blow the fuck up. And everybody was getting 
was getting upset. And uh, I was just kind of sitting back with my popcorn watching it all happen. Uh, I'm uh, excited. I, I feel bad, I should start off saying. Feel bad for the people that got released. Because these people, don't. it's not good when somebody loses their job. And for a lot of these people, this was uh, the dream destination. WWE is uh, its the biggest wrestling promotion that you can work for. So this is where a lot of these people want to end up being at. So do feel bad for them. At the same time, uh, now I can they can actually be used to their fullest potential. Uh, Buddy Murphy and Andrade, uh, not Andrade, uh, Aleister Black, uh, for example. Uh, we just watched a uh, match that they had at TLC in 2019 uh, as a part of my Flashback Friday stream that I normally do. Uh, we watched that, and it was an amazing match, and the crowd was sitting on their hands for most of it. These guys were severely underappreciated, uh, and it wasn't until the last second that people really wanted to see them on, on TV. So, uh, and I don't even blame them completely for it. You know, it's, it has a lot to do with the, the people behind the scenes, too. So, uh, yeah, I more power to them for being released. I don't. I have complete faith in Buddy Murphy and uh, Alistair Black. Uh, Santana Garrett and Ruby Riot are both really good female talents that will be great uh, wherever they go. Anybody that can pick them up. Santana Garrett is severely underrated. Uh, whenever she appeared on NXT or the Mae Young Classic or anything that she had to do, she was phenomenal. So I know that she'll do good wherever, and wh whichever company gets her will be uh, uh, lucky to have her. Uh, and Braun, I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> he said, and he said, uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, he just basically was cutting all the independent, uh, workers in half for uh, not being able to have a full-time job essentially. And then he said that, uh, he will never work anywhere other than the WWE ever. So I want him to keep that same energy. So yeah, <laughs> that's what I think about all of this. Uh, okay. I, the the Brian one was I, I get it though. I forgot about that, but I get it now that you said it. Yeah. Uh, oh, Lord, man, listen. Alistair Black was just on TV. <laughs> Let, let's just start there. He was just yep. on TV. Um, starting in the main event, in the yep. main event, starting the feud with Big E. He just kicked his face off. At the end of SmackDown, he finally made his entrance, which was a dope entrance. And it wasn't even the music. It was just him coming back with the smoke. And, you know, just the, he had the one eye in to remind you of what happened last year in the PC arena where he got his eye taken out by, I mean, just long. Alistair Black just gets it. Um, <laughs> they just brought him back. They just brought him back. And he released him. Everybody was happy when he got back, and then you released him. What the f, man? I'm, I'm not gonna cuss today. What the f? <laughs> what? The hell? I'm not gonna cuss today. I'm gonna try not to cuss today. What the f, man? Like, and then he's been on Twitch, which his volume has been real low for whatever reason. Yeah, I've, I've noticed. Uh, so I'm gonna play this, and I hope y'all can hear it. But he's been on Twitch telling everybody you know his the the backstory of his character which only pissed me off more because it was so dope actually having him describe the character mm -hmm. and describe what they had planned and yada yada and then he played what was going to be his new entrance music 
Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. And hopefully y'all can hear it because, like again, like I said, his streams are normally his streams have been low in volume for whatever reason. Hopefully y'all can hear it. I'm gonna try to play it. If you can't hear it, I don't. I really don't know what to tell you. Just just try to listen hard. <laughs> and let's. I'm gonna see what y'all think about it. Let's get right into it. Can everybody hear me? Let me know if you can hear. I'm going to play t five seconds so I know that the volume is okay. Could everyone hear that? All right. So remember when I told you the story about um, showing this song to Vince? That's, that's this song. So yeah, that's the entrance. I didn't know how long that video is, so I just cut it short myself. <laughs> uh, 
I got a couple of comments. Some people saying it's a fire theme entrance. Somebody say it, it low-key scares them for real. <laughs> that type of music. <laughs> uh, let me see what message says. Elijah says a lot. Yeah, Alistair is going to do great, Elijah. Yeah. Wherever, that's what I'm saying. Wherever he goes, he's going to he's gonna get picked up quick. Yeah, exactly. Easy. Yeah. I mean, that dude. Uh, and then, I'm trying not to cuss in that. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. So, let me clip myself because I'm trying. So, he did. Yeah, you guys were mentioning in the comment section about how he had these different modes and characters. I'm sorry, these different colors and everything he did had some type of meaning to it everything that he wore depend on who he was fighting that night um what type of mood he was in everything that he did meant something nothing that he did meant absolutely everything meant something and that type of character being in wwe as restricted as they are for him to be able to pull that stuff off i mean it just says a lot about this guy and how good he is and then the fact that he could get in the ring and do whatever with whoever the matches he had with buddy murphy were the best matches on um let me i was about to say main event but on the main roster as far as them two concerned because he had some fire matches in nxt but i'm talking about the main roster run those are his best matches him and buddy murphy but if y'all remember darkness if you remember well, I said this a couple podcasts ago, a couple months ago. If you're able to get over on your own, that's it for you in WWE. Vince don't like that. Everybody that gets over genuinely on their own, Buddy Murphy, Bray Wyatt, Billy Kay, Alistair Black, Braun Strowman, even though they gave him the belt last year, didn't nobody want him to have the belt last year <laughs> because they had already buried him so much that people didn't care for him no more. But Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, Bo Dallas, Alistair Black, the Iconics, these are people who get over on their own. And Vince can't handle it. If you get over on your own, it's a wrap. Liv Morgan, yeah, Liv Morgan message. Liv Morgan went right back down. <laughs> she was getting over with that character that she was doing. And she went right back to the uh, Riot Squad and they went to doing nothing. So man as far as braun Strowman, <laughs> i got mixed emotions now since you since you just said what you said darkness uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know i it is what it is i i'm a fan i was a fan of braun Strowman. he should have got the the belt when he fought brock lesnar at the royal rumble in my opinion earlier they yeah they that would have made more sense then. They gave it but, to him at the. They only gave it to him. I feel like uh, because Roman dropped out. Didn't he come in? He gave it. He came in for Roman, right? Uh, at that yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. So, so that's Goldberg. the only. Yeah. So that's the only reason that he got it in the first place. Because Goldberg said, "I'm wrestling at WrestleMania, and that's it." Because <laughs> yeah. if Goldberg said, "I keep the belt and wrestle longer," Goldberg would have still been a champ. Yep. It, yep. I mean, that's that's just facts. Buddy <laughs> Murphy. <sighs> Man, listen. Buddy you Murphy. Could... <laughs> okay, man. Ahead, man. I was gonna say you could put this man in the ring with anybody. He would just carry that match to another level every single time. This guy was a phenomenal, phenomenal talent that just slipped through your fingers. That's crazy. The matches that he had with like Dominic were awesome, and right. Dominic is like just, just was just starting off. 
So, like, he helped carry this kid and made him look so good. Uh, like, my goodness. <laughs> it's Dude, crazy. Dominic looked great with him. <laughs> yeah. The matches he had on 205 Live, which nobody watched, Ali were some of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. And I saw yep. one of them in person. And everybody left that arena after SmackDown. The people that, that stayed for 205 Live that day, uh, which I one of the few that stayed, got the best match of the night. It, it completely beat anything SmackDown had that night easily. And it was a um, um, no disqualification match for the title. And it, I mean, they just... They don't use them. They don't use them right. <laughs> Ali, I was nervous for Ali. I'm still nervous for Ali. I'm nervous for Ricochet. Like people like that, that's on main event. Ali is fighting Jeff Hardy, but it's on main event. Ricochet and Ali just had a best two out of three match. And it was on main event. <laughs> Not wrong. I'm surprised that the War Raiders haven't been released yet. Or the, I'm sorry, the Viking Raiders. The Viking, Raiders, <laughs> Viking Experience Raiders. Yeah, the Viking <laughs> Yes, the Vikings fans right this. I'm surprised that they they <laughs> like they were on Raw this week telling uh, Mansoor, who's been in front of live crowds, but he's been in front of like every single Saudi Arabia crowd right. that they've had. But they're in, they're talking the to Mansoor crowds. saying, yeah, they're talking to Mansoor. They're just like, oh man, when we go live, you need to make sure that you're eating a healthy meal before this. Just like the fuck are you? <laughs> it's like what the hell. <laughs> Don, what's go, Don Mega? What's up, man? How you doing? What up, Don? <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> dude, dude. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> but the good thing out of that was Ali and Mansoor um, did end up meeting up backstage. Which, if they do it right, it could either be a fire tag team, which they need tag teams, or it could be a fire feud with, between the two. Either way. Do it right with those two. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I hope so. I hope so, but we'll see. Bruh, I have no hope, no <laughs> faith in anything that's Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I have no hope or no faith in anything that's Monday Night Raw. So are you ready to get into it? I'm gonna run through this pretty quick. Yeah, go ahead. I only have my uh my good, my bad, and my indifferent for every show. So I didn't even write any notes or anything so all right bet bet so <laughs> just to give you a rundown we're not gonna go through all the backstage promos and yada 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 we just gonna give you the rundown uh so elias and jackson Riker, they had a tag team title match for whatever reason with i guess now the faces of the tag team division i guess their face now aj and almost almas however you say his name if they um, in that match, they were at least. That's how it definitely came across on TV. Whereas they, they got in the last two, three weeks, so I'm guessing their face now. So apparently, because I guess we get into it, but apparently their face now. So um, Elias end up turning and leaving Jackson Riker, which was I was like, okay, you need tag teams unless you're about to fire one of them. There's no need to do this, even though this I don't care dumb. for. Jackson Riker. Yeah, but, this was really dumb. <laughs> yeah, you just put them together and you broke them up. I, for whatever, I don't understand it. <laughs> and you need tag teams. God. And you're firing people. But anyway, <laughs> Elias turns on Jackson Riker. Uh, <laughs> so AJ Almas is still the tag champ. Shout out to them. 
Uh, we have Seb versus Shelton again. Shelton won the first match. Seb beat him with a poke to the eye and roll up the second match. This last, this past week, Seb beat him again with another eye poke, poke him in the eye again, and hit him with a the little flying kick off the ropes. So Seb beat Shelton again in a very quick match. So I guess, I guess, shout out to Seb. At least y'all still on TV, I guess. All right. I'm still mad. I'm still mad they broke up the hurt business. Um, okay, got you. And then Shayna Baszler, for whatever reason, oh, for whatever reason, lost, lost to Reginald thanks to Pyro, which is supposed to be Alexa Bliss. My goodness. <laughs> I think I know what's going on with my sound. Give me one second. All right. I think I know what's going on. It's not using my for what can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sounds working? Nope, not working yet. Does it sound better? Like no echo? Uh I don't hear an echo. I didn't hear an echo before. Yeah, it wasn't it didn't have my sound card. I, this is coming straight from the camera that i was using i just saw it on the screen huh my sound was coming straight from my camera and it wasn't using my audio for whatever <laughs> reason that what the hell is going on tonight <laughs> they're really trying to mess with me tonight man this is it's not a good day <laughs> it's not a good day <laughs> so back to what we was talking about Shayna lost the original thanks to ring pyro um coming from alexa bliss apparently um he said she- Wizard said Shayna needs to get released at this point, too. <laughs> and even if she do, I'm going to still be so pissed off. Oh, boy. I'm going to still be so pissed off. Uh, <laughs> because she just, she could be so cold, man. I just. Good Lord. Whatever, man. Whatever, man. But uh, Randy Orton, he defeats Xavier Woods using the bro Derek from, which is Matt Riddle's finisher move. Hmm. And. The week before that, Riddle, I said, my bad, my bad, WWE, don't don't get mad at me because I said Matt Riddle, my <laughs> bad, it's Riddle, WWE, I don't need you attacking my page because I said yeah, we Matt don't, Riddle. We don't yeah. do first names. <laughs> right, right. So Riddle, after Riddle had a great match with Xavier Woods the week before, and Riddle hit him with the uh, RKO, Randy Orton returned the favor and beat Woods with the bro Derek. So shout out to them. Yo, shout out to Pete for the... <laughs> subscribe i appreciate you pete i don't know if my claps are working but if you can hear them shout out to pete <laughs> uh, and yeah he said are oh, we surprised or one i'm gonna give it to you comments after i do this rundown y'all i'm gonna catch up with the comments i promise i'm trying to do it a little different tonight so we can run through it mm-hmm. um so yeah randy orton defeats woods so woods is on a losing streak but I guess he's finally getting his solo matches that we've been asking for, but he's losing, but whatever. Uh, Nikki, Nikki Cross, she wins a two-minute beat-the-clock challenge the last two weeks against Flair and Ripley. So I guess shout-out to Nikki Cross uh, for running away <laughs> and not getting beat up in two minutes. Uh, Thank you, Arcotic, for the gifted sub. Appreciate you, bro. Oh, that's who did it. Hey, Arcadic, appreciate the, the gift of sub, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to go through it, then I'm gonna catch up with the comments, man. My bad for not giving you credit, man. 
Um, and then we talked about Ali approaching Mansoor. We talked. To, now let's get into Naomi and Lana losing to Mandy and Dana. Again. I'm so sick of seeing this matchup. But <laughs> thanks to Lana getting fired, I ain't got to see it no more. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I was gonna say this the last time. <laughs> yeah, so thanks to Lana getting fired, I ain't got to see it no more. So, uh, but we're gonna see Mandy and Dana fight for the titles eventually again. That's what it's looking like. It's only what three teams. On uh, as uh, for the women's division, yeah, on I, I, on Raw, I think so. Um, well, who's on SmackDown? Ain't nobody on SmackDown. There's one team. No, no. No, the Ryan Squad was the team. <laughs> yep, you're right. And, and Ruby got fired. There, was there no other tag team on other than the uh, the Riot Squad? I feel like there was another. There was not. No, I'm saying no. Shit, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's so bad. Holy smokes. Mandy and Dean, Dana, Tamina and Natty. Then who's the last team? The, the Riot Squad. No, they're but they're done. Like who's currently what what tag teams do they have currently? Oh, right, right now? Yeah. It, it's uh, just Tamina Mandy, and Natty Dana. and then Dana and Mandy. I think that's it. Yeah, because Oh, and then uh maybe Shayna, but they're like they're about done. to quit too, so the way uh, Nadi was jumping up and down after the after win, yeah, Vita, yeah. Oh they're, my they're god, what they're, they're the done. yeah, Rob said retire the titles. I agree, I yes. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Exactly, like, like I said, <laughs> it's going to be holy smokes, it's going to be um, Mandy and Dana versus Naomi and I said, I'm, I'm sorry, Natalia and Tamina because there's nobody else by a minute, yeah, they've. <laughs> <laughs> they get a they get a they get a title shot. There you go. That's it's how it wins. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> and oh shoot. That's some BS. So continue on. <laughs> I want to make sure I don't miss nothing. Uh Mason T Bar defeats Lucha House Party. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. Um and then we had the main event, Drew versus Kofi for the number one contender to Bobby Lashley. And of course, Drew wins. Again. I'm so mad that my sounds are not working for whatever reason. <laughs> because I got I got some booze and gunshots and all that that I'm trying to play and laughs and all of that. And none of it is working right now. This it's just that it's a fucked up day. I, it's, I it's, yeah. Golly. It's, golly. it's been a rough day, man. My math's lost. Uh <laughs> OBS you can only, is tripping. It's, can only hold it for so long. <laughs> good lord, man. Good lord. Yeah. So that's the rundown of Raw. Oh, shoot. I'm gonna let you get your goods and bads while I try to fix my sound and read through the comments. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for my goods, I had Xavier versus Orton. Uh I like that Xavier is on TV getting these singles matches. So this was the second week in a row that he got it. So I, I took that as a positive. Uh, Orton won, um, which I thought was okay. I like that he used the Bo Derek to get the win. So I thought that was cool. That was okay. Um, Kofi versus Drew, I put that as a positive for the show because that was a good match. Uh, if I was, like, picking at certain parts of it, then I would say probably the ending was the one thing I would put under the bad. I didn't like that Drew won. Uh, this was a great opportunity for you to freshen up 
your main event product by giving Kofi a W and putting him into that spot and into that position. And people would have liked it, like especially how he got screwed out of that title and never asked for a title shot or anything after against Brock Lesnar. So that would have been cool, but we're just going to run Lashley and, and Drew back again. Uh, so uh, the bad, I had uh, Shayna losing to Reginald via the Kane pyro. That was pretty dumb. <laughs> I thought that uh, the Alexa Bliss promo, I wasn't a fan of that with her and Shayna, especially when Shayna started talking to Lily, like directly talking to the doll. I thought that was really stupid. Uh, I thought the Miz TV segment was stupid. I didn't like that. I, I didn't. About it. Huh? I oh, the Miz. <laughs> yeah. I about it. Oh, shoot. I didn't like the, uh, I did not like the Nikki Cross Charlotte match because all this does this, like in WWE's backwards, like logic, like they think that just being able to last more than two minutes makes uh, a face look good. When in reality, it just makes them look weak. Like it makes uh, Nikki look like such a weakling when she's just running the round cheering that she lasted two minutes. She didn't right. pin Charlotte. She didn't do anything. And the same thing last week. She's coming to the ring from the Miz promo. She's like, oh, I want a title shot because I lasted two minutes in the ring with the champion. <laughs> oh, hey, you're that's working. <laughs> we're working and we're back. Let's go, man. man. Hopefully I don't sound like I'm in the, I'm in the bathroom again. Good Lord. Oh, we shoot. get something. Thank you. <laughs> Oh Lord. Uh Cedric versus Shelton. Uh I hated this. Uh this was the second week in a row that they had the exact same match with the exact same result. So and I I, I wasn't sure, so I went back to the week before and checked. And yeah, Cedric won twice in a row. So this was just thrown onto the show for no reason. Uh it's like three minutes. Yeah. I uh, yeah. And uh Seamus. Both Seamus matches, I didn't like either because they made Ricochet and, uh, what's his name? Carrillo? Humberto, yeah. They I made, forgot about that. They I made both of them, they made both of them look weak, but I will give a positive to that, uh, <laughs> to that broken nose that, uh, Seamus got because that looked crazy. Yep. <laughs> that looked pretty dope. Uh, the, uh, for, the indifferent, uh, this is just like things that I just didn't like. It didn't bother me. I, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was good. It was just kind of eh. uh, the tag team title match is just there. And the Lucha House Party Mason T-Bar match. I just eh. I didn't I didn't I didn't hate it. I like it did its job. It got Mason T-Bar over. And so I didn't couldn't put it as a negative, but I don't really care. And they need tag teams. So. Yeah, so I think I think they're gonna low key build up Mason T Bar to be the next challengers. It's the only thing that makes sense, right? That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Arcadic say he has to cut out a raw just to make <laughs> it manageable. Man, listen. Only reason I watch now is because of the podcast. Honestly, I gotta be able to keep up with stuff. And you see, <laughs> darkness have already exposed me i've already forgotten a couple of things that happened so and one of them was actually 
you know, worth something. Seamus. So getting his nose broke. That was actually worth something. And I still forgot it. So, yeah. I, Raw is... And the viewers Liz, are going down, too. Yeah. Lizard said they ruined Nikki's character as soon as they got rid of the crazy character. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. That crazy gimmick when she was a part of Sanity, that was awesome. I like that so much. Sanity in general was just... Was over. Yeah. And Sanity got over because that was Eric Young's creation. It, mm-hmm. And Triple H let him do it. Vince, oh, I got an idea. Let's bring him to the main roster. Ha, ha, ha. And we're not going to use him again. That's, that's, that's what he did. That's, that's exactly what he did. And we, that's what he did. Gonna screw him up. So. Oh, Lord. Oh, uh, my God, bro. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> and speaking of not using again, let's go back to Alistair Black. He mentioned that one of his best times of his career was him teaming up with Ricochet. And that was a fire tag team on the main roster and NXT. Yeah. You just split, you just split them up. Yep. So that's <laughs> that's that's Monday Night Raw. I, I don't even know if I want to waste time giving my goods and bad about it because I pretty much agree with everything you said. Yeah, um, this this had this was the most negative show that I did all that for for everything. I don't think that was a surprise to anybody here, but <laughs> man, yeah, it's like I mean, holy it's, smokes, this this show's a mess. They the main event the last hour got what one point four two. I and think they though, started, or did they start with one? What was the start? The the ratings on that? Did it start with one four two and it went down from that, or did it drop from like one seven nine to one four two? Let's find out. Corrected viewership for this week. Oh, it drew an average. Hold on a second. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Technical difficulties getting on everybody today, huh? <laughs> Good lord. The whole time this thing was coming out of the, the camera mic instead of the actual studio mic, which is I don't understand how. Said that Raw drew its let me see if this is the right date. May 26th. So that no, that would have been the last week before that. I don't know. But yeah. I, I, I do remember hearing something along those lines that it's been the, the numbers have been going really down. It says for the first the first hour drew one point five three six million, and the second hour drew one point five four nine million viewers. Yeah, so so that's not good. Raw and Raw's normally at least up in the two millions for the for the first two hours. At least, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's low. That's low for the first hour. That's very low. But it's been like that for like the last month or so. It's been low. Mm. They haven't reached two million, and I don't know. It's been a while since they uh, reached two million. Let's just say Twitch better not be sabotaging. Look, they better not, man. <laughs> they better not. You know, they, they good for it. They good for it. So, uh, but yeah, man, we, let's just say he's surprised he actually hit Shayna. I'm not. Shayna want that. Shayna want that. <laughs> Sasha is the, you know, people like, Sasha, she ain't want none of that. She just want to do the little flipping and whatever. Shayna wants to be physical with whoever she's in the ring with. Yeah. That's why I could appreciate her. Send her back to NXT. So, oh well, God, again, she would. Oh man, they, she they would need do so people. well down there. Yeah, they need people. Send her to SmackDown actually, because SmackDown need women now. God. So, I'm just I'm just waiting on Mia Yim, Io Shirai. I'm just waiting on those two to make their way to SmackDown. 
Because well, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. It's, I'm not nervous for SmackDown. I'm, I'm not nervous. Go to Raw. I, well, that's the, the well, that's gonna happen though. That's the problem. They are gonna go to SmackDown, and SmackDown's it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice seeing Io Shirai and them on SmackDown. But at some point, Vince is gonna finally realize, which I always find this funny because I feel like Vince just doesn't realize that some of these people even exist. And then he sees them and then he'll just see them on SmackDown or something like that. And he'll be like, oh, wow, you know, our numbers are doing really bad. Let's get them over here. Let's let's have them do this. Let's have them do that. I, I got an idea. I got it. SmackDown is good. Let's take some people and fuck the roster up. It's yeah, all yeah. <laughs> Superstar shakeup. Let's go. Yeah, Superstar shakeup. They do it every time. Yep. Every time. Oh shoot! Every single time <laughs> that SmackDown is better than Raw, yep, they do a superstar shakeup. <laughs> Every... 2016, 2017, they took oh. they took all the people, yo. They man, say don't even get me started how they always do SmackDown. <laughs> I think oh, Foxes might be the main reason that they don't do it as much now, because of Fox. That's true. So that actually Fox, yeah. Fox put that pressure on them. So good thing for SmackDown being good, they delivering over two million. Yeah. So. It wasn't that they about to have Finn show up with an Irish gimmick. Boy, if they, you better Man, stop. I will quit. <laughs> I promise. I promise the day that happens, this will be a AEW podcast and New Japan and uh, whoever, uh, Impact, Ring of Honor podcast. It wouldn't be no WWE talk. I promise oh, if that ever happens. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, speaking of New Japan. There's been rumors about New Japan and WWE working together. Nick Khan is supposedly the guy that's doing all these cuts and making all the decisions. And he's just getting the green light from Vince to basically run that company. And people are thinking that Vince, including myself, thinking is Vince is about ready to sell the company to some type of media group or some type of entertainment company. Because if you look at if you look at who they're getting rid of and you look at the the way it's going, it's an entertainment show. It's not a wrestling show at all anymore. NXT is the wrestling show. Hmm. Well, um, if you look, if you look at the people that they got rid of too, they're getting rid of a lot of the people uh, the that had. People. Well, I was gonna say people that had a lot of money on their contract. Like I believe that they got rid of Braun. I one hundred percent believe what that they got rid of Braun. Simply because of the fact uh, that it comes back to to Lana's contract, like Lana was gonna get uh, let go. Then when AEW started becoming a bigger thing and they started renegotiating people's contracts, mm -hmm. they gave people more money. money. Lana was one of those people. She, like, I think was on the record saying she was making like half a million dollars. Like her, like <laughs> she was making that much money. So they, yeah, they let her go because of that. I'm a hundred percent sure. And if they were giving her that much and they were renegotiating Braun's contract, they were probably giving him a lot of money. And yeah, I feel Braun like was that's... above two million. Yeah, I feel like that's probably why they got rid of him, because he was making like a bunch of money. So and I think that they are. And, and I think that they are selling the company too, to something. I've heard like rumors. I don't I haven't heard anything concrete. I want to I want to say that right now. So all this is just speculation. Right. right. Uh, but I've, I've heard rumors about NBC which would make the most sense out of any of the companies that they're selling to. Some people are saying Fox, but I don't think Fox would be, uh, I don't know. I don't, Fox doesn't make too much sense to me. 
especially with this deal that they just made with Peacock and everything. NBC makes more sense. King but... says no, no way they made that much. Go look it up, King. I, yeah, Braun Strowman made over two million, bro. Go look it yeah. up. Yep. Message says sales of Disney. What the hell wrong with you, man? It's bad <laughs> enough. Ross, no, Ross Disney already. No. <laughs> like, what is wrong? See, Message is young, y'all. So Message probably watched Disney Plus and he think all that stuff is cool. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna let him make it on that. But stop, stop, stop. Uh Vince, people always say, Oh, I can't wait to Vince McMahon go away. Um, if he sells it to an entertainment company, I bet you won't say that no more. What what you want to happen is you want Vince to pass it down to his family. Like it should have been. That was his dad's plan. Family business. Vince Sr. never wanted it to go public. He he did not want um WWE to or WWF to be a public company. And Vince took it to new levels, took it public, uh, got in the stock and all that stuff and that was never the plan. It was just supposed to be a family business. And it was just supposed to be successful as a family business. And I'm like, Vince, all your children grew up in the business under you. You don't trust them to do it? Why? That's why Shane left the first time. <laughs> you don't trust them to do it? Like, you don't trust Steph? Really? You don't trust Triple H, your son-in-law? Like, what's, what's the deal? You had to sell it for some more money to... You know, like, I, I don't understand, Vince. I posted a thing on Twitter yesterday. I said, maybe we need to start thinking about Vince actually having CTE. <laughs> That's and what, I mean, he was wrestling in the attitude there. Exactly. And I posted a <laughs> clip of when they was in Dallas for Survivor Series, I believe, the uh, Buried Alive match between him and Undertaker. Undertaker smacked shit out of him with a shovel <laughs> yeah. right in the face. <laughs> and I was like, uh. <laughs> We need to start thinking that this guy might have CTE, man, because one thing about Vince, Vince was willing to do anything to put on a show for the fans back in the day. And Vince was going to take a beating, a worse beating than anybody on a roster just to put on the show. Like, and to prove to his talent, like, if I'm doing this, then you should be able to do it, too. That was his biggest thing. So, like, oh, hold on a second. Sorry. So, yeah, that was his thing. Which yeah, is so crazy. I think Vince might have CTE, man, or he, he, if he don't have it, it's, it's coming or something. Like, something <laughs> is not right in his thinking right now. Then you mix it with the old age. Yeah, Vince is somebody to check on Vince, man. Like, honestly, somebody check on Vince because Vince is still moving around. He ain't sat down not one time. Like, he's still moving around. He, he, he tried to do the XFL, didn't work. He sold that. That broke his heart, and that probably drove him crazy. <laughs> That's I. It, oh man! If he had just, if that had worked out for him, then we wouldn't for, have to worry about anything. If it wasn't for COVID. Yep, that's pretty much it. That's if if COVID didn't happen, then Vince would be gone at this point. Because Vince was com- like he and the XFL was doing all right. People were watching it. Yeah. Like, I went to the last game in Dallas before it was literally the last game right before the <laughs> shut the season down. Jesus. So, and I mean, yeah, it was it was a better product than the first XFL. People were actually watching. They had TV deals. Um. So, yeah, it was doing pretty good, man. But something has to happen. I'd rather see him pass it down versus sell it. Yeah. People gonna be like, 
oh, Vince is finally gone. You're going to hate WWE, trust me. WWE is going to go down if Vince <laughs> sells it, my opinion, because you got to look at WCW with Turner. It's going to be that same situation. And the AEW is going to be absolutely the number one thing. And if you're a WWE stand, you're going to hate it. I'm going to hate it because I grew up on WWE. I'm not a WWE stand because I watch AEW. I don't get you people that get on Twitter every day and argue every day. Dude, <laughs> they argue every day from the first tweet in the morning to the last tweet before they close their eyes. All I see is <laughs> AEW and WWE arguing people. just People just arguing all day. And it's the same people. I'm like, you know what? I'll be trying to follow y'all to show support to y'all and laugh at some of the stuff that y'all post because it do be funny. But you guys are annoying. I don't want to see y'all arguing over two wrestling companies all day. Same people. All day. Every day. <laughs> Non-stop. Just killing the timeline. So, moving along, man. We had to Go. We had to go off a little bit to Vince and his CTE and the people that's, <laughs> you know, that he's getting rid of. So let's get the NXT real quick. It started off with a triple threat match between Colorado Johnny Gargano and Pete Dunne. Oh fire God. match, fire match, and it was for the number one contendership to Carrying uh, Cross or it's Carrying Cross in WWE. I was about to say yeah, Carrying Cross in WWE. Um, for his title. To face him at um, In Your House, NXT TakeOver. So, of course, the return of Adam Cole, he comes and attack all three of the guys and lay all of them out. Calls out Cross. Uh, I'm skipping ahead. He calls out Cross and spit absolute fire to him. He murdered him on him, the mic. Yeah, telling him, <laughs> hey, man, this company do everything to build you up, to, be a, to basically to be a star. They give you the cool music. They give you the girl by your side. They give you the, the smoke entrance and all that stuff, yada, yada. All they got to do for me is put me in the ring, and i show you why I'm a star. And uh, I was like, yes. what is what is Cross going to say to that? Because he can't say nothing to that line right there. So <laughs> William Regal comes out, and he was like, you trying to weasel your way into the match one-on-one, yada, yada, this and that. Cross tells him, I want to fight all of them. Give me Johnny, give me Adam, give me Kyle, give me Pete. And that's what it is for TakeOver. He's going to fight all of them. Now, my thing is, that's going to be a fire match. But if he wins, who's next for him? Because he already beat Finn Balor. Who's next if Cross wins that? See, I don't, as long it's the person that eats the pin. I feel like if it's a five-way and you already have a lot of these people coming into the match that have a different like storyline problems with each other if you have like i guess for example uh i i'll use this fatal four-way from backlash in 2007 as an example so it was john cena randy orton uh hbk and uh edge so the way that that match ended so cena won the match but the way that it ended you had uh orton like throw i you know you had cena throw Orton into Edge, who speared Orton and took him out. Then you had Orton, or then you had Edge give, uh, or, or you had Cena, there's a lot of names, Cena give Edge a attitude adjustment, and then 
HBK, who's already exhausted, gives Cena a super kick just out of instinct, and he falls on edge and gets the pin. Like, everybody kind of just screwed each other, and you have these branching things coming off of it. So I feel like you could do the same thing here. You have five people. If somebody's going into the match, like Johnny Gargano screws one other person getting the title, and somebody else screws him and getting another title, and then you have Karrion Cross coming out just by pinning one, one person, I feel like yeah. everybody still could be protected. I feel like it still could be a fire thing. Okay, well, I mean, it makes sense, but it's just like, I feel like the buildup for cross-dominant role, his reign, is a little too much too early. Like, he's only had one solo defense. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's about to take out the top five, top, the top four Top guys. talent. Yep. Yeah. They want, like, they're trying to push him as a monster. They want, they love this man. They love this man down there. I mean, that's cool. I, I, I think Triple H is trying to push him and use him as much as he can because he know Vince is going to take him up soon. I've been saying it for weeks. This guy's like, he, the like roster, he, did, main he, he took Keith as soon as Keith became NXT champion. He yep. took Kevin Owens as soon as Kevin Owens became <laughs> NXT champion. Matter of fact, Kevin Owens debuted holding the NXT championship belt and took out Cena his first night on Raw. Yep. So I think you know he he Triple H know he's on borrowed time, which I hated for him. I really wish they would just replace Monday Night Raw with NXT. I really just hope that I, that's what I want them to do. Replace Raw with NXT, make NXT a real um, third brand, and stop saying that it's a third brand when you steady stealing their people <laughs> and moving them up, and then just changing their character. Stop saying it's a third brand because it's not. With it's still developmental. That's what that's what it's used for. That's how Vince see it. No matter what good that NXT do, it's just as soon as they get pushed, they gone. Damian Priest was having a great feud with Cross. Gone. <laughs> just like that. So yep. uh yeah, but moving right along, man. Moving right along. Ember Moon comes out. She calls out uh Raquel Gonzalez. Because she's mm-hmm. mad about two weeks ago, they had a tag match. It was Ember and um, Shotzi going up against Raquel and um, Dakota Kai. And the match got real violent because they beat the <laughs> mess out of Shotzi and they beat the mess out of Ember. But Shotzi definitely got beat up in that aftermath of that match. And Raquel did the damage, powerbombing her to the, the I guess, the plexiglass wrapped around fence because yeah. it's not just a plexiglass in NXT. It's the whole fence and all that stuff with it. Mm-hmm. So Shotzi got beat up and taken out. So Ember is mad. She calls out Gonzalez and she comes out. They get into it, start fighting and then she gets attacked from behind uh, by Dakota Kai, which yada yada moving forward. NXT championship match, women's championship match will take place at TakeOver. It'll be Ember Moon versus Gonzalez. So shout out to that. That's a match I'm looking forward to, even though I know who's going to win. Because uh, ain't no way Ember's winning this fast. It's not about Ember. It's really about Gonzalez losing her belt. There's no way she's losing this fast. But I know it's going to be a fire match regardless. So moving right along, we had the way Candice and... um. I always get this girl name wrong. Andy. <laughs> Candace and Andy take out Zoe Stark and Zeta. What's her name? Ramirez? 
Is R- it Ramirez? Ramirez, Ramirez, yeah. Yeah. So shout out to them. MSK in the main event defeats Delgado Del Fantasma for the w- I almost say WWE for the NXT <laughs> Tag Team Champions Championship. So shout out to MSK for that. Kashida came out and did a open challenge. It was answered by Carmelo Hayes. Yes, Fire sir. <laughs> yes, Fire sir. Match. And uh, Kashida takes the win for that, of course. And we had LA Knight lose to Jake Atlas, thanks to Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase. Well, I'm gonna just say Cameron Grimes because Ted really didn't distract him as much. I, you know, I, I'm gonna say Cameron Grimes cost him that match. Yeah, but it's like it's like they're both battling for Ted DiBiase. I think they're gonna have like a Ted DiBiase on a pole match or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's where it looks Zaya, like it's going. Yeah, and then Zaya Lee. Explained why she attacked Mercedes or why she's coming after Mercedes. And let me say that because she haven't really attacked her. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much the rundown of NXT. Uh, what is it? What are your goods and bads about it? Um, so the good for NXT for me was the triple threat that started the show. Uh, I really like that, and even uh, like uh, the 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 run in by Adam Cole that didn't really bother. Uh, it for me, uh, because of how vicious that beatdown was that he gave to everybody, and even that little like part at the end where he's telling uh William Regal he's like I'm going, I'm going, and then he just boom gives us another super kick to to right. what is it Kyle O'Reilly right at the of, end of, of that. Of course, it's Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I really like that. Uh, Adam Cole just running down carrying cross. I that was a a big. Uh, plus for me, I really like that. Uh, and uh, Carmelo Hayes debuting in his uh with a title match against Kushida. I didn't win, but uh, this guy is really talented. Uh, I used to see him a lot on the the independent scene. I would see him at shows. This guy, I'm very happy that he made it uh to to NXT. And yeah, this guy, just watch out for him because this guy is gonna be. He's the truth. Um, the bad. Uh, just <laughs> the weird transitions they did this week, I guess. Like, that's the, like, the only bad thing I had. Uh, like, NXT, or not NXT, uh, AEW did this, like, two weeks ago. And I was calling it, like, uh, it was, I, I likened it to, like, old school TNA, where they would, like, end the match. And it was, like, the SCU, like, their match where if they lost, they would have to break up. And they lost. And right after they lost, they're just like, we got to go back to the uh, the the locker room right now. I was just like, oh, okay. Like, this was happening on NXT this week. So I guess I guess the production people are talking to each other or something. It was just like, right when Adam Cole was, like, leaving, you saw Ember Moon just bolt right past them to the ring. And then, like, yeah. right to commercial. And then we come back and then we get to that. And then they're talking to Ted DiBiase. And then you just see Adam Cole come out to start his thing. I was like, this is weird. So uh, that was my only bad for the show. Um, my indifferent was uh, the Gonzalez uh, uh, and Dakota Kai beatdown of Ember Moon. Uh, I thought it was okay. It, it moved uh, the segment. It, it moved the program along. So, and we got the match out of it. So I didn't see it as a negative, but it was just kind of there for me. Uh, the LA Knight Jake Atlas match. I didn't really care for it. Uh, it for it at all. It was just kind of a meh match. But again, it moved along. Uh, the program between him and um, what's his name? 
uh, to the moon. What's his name? Fucking oh, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Yep, yep. And uh, the way versus Starks and Ramirez was indifferent to me too. It was just kind of uh, uh, just there, I guess, to be there. It was a good uh, match though. Yeah, it was interesting that they put them two together. Um, yeah, considering they had they had a match a couple of weeks ago. Um, so the whole transition thing. Only reason it it only bothered me on that the part of AEW when you said that they split up the um what's an, I almost said uh, uh, SCU. Business. I didn't got so used to saying split up the hurt business. It just come out. <laughs> it's uh, just ready. <laughs> yeah. So SCU split up. They should have had a moment, a longer moment in the ring with that. But the rest yeah. of it, you know, them doing it with Wellvest, it didn't really bother me as much. Um, yeah. And then the whole NXT doing it this past week, where it's like Adam Cole pissed off. I'm just going to walk right past your camera, F your camera, F your backstage story. <laughs> Ember Moon, <laughs> I'm pissed off. F your camera, F your backstage mo It didn't bother me because that's like Attitude Era, old school WCW type stuff. Like, that happened a lot back in the the glory days, as I, mm. as I call it, as people call it. Which, I mean, they was make they were making the most money then and, you know, um, rootless aggression and all that. But that stuff was happening. Like it was a lot of pissed off people in the locker room about about something, and they didn't <laughs> care about the show. We're gonna come out. We're gonna hijack this show. <laughs> so that's how I looked at it. it. It didn't bother me. It only bothered me with AEWs because they should have had a moment, and then it wasn't a wrestler hijacking the show. It was Tony Schiavone yelling, "Let's go to the next part." <laughs> and I was like. Yo, we gotta cut. We gotta cut to the next part. <laughs> yeah, let's. Oh, oh, oh man! And they tried coming back. They tried coming back, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're coming back from a commercial." And as you can see, SCU, I was just like, oh, "I mean, it's just like yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, I guess you delivered it, but it's like you could have just, you know, why yeah. not just switch that around? Why not just give us what we want and then just come back from commercial and they're yeah, screwing up like, the locker oh, room." Man. Jeez, SU is breaking up. But anyway, we got um staying in the back and we's about to give <laughs> you such <laughs> stuff. So uh, my negatives, my positive NXT was just a fire show to me. Um <clears throat> it felt old school. And like I said, from that reason alone, it was just chaos. I like chaos, but it has to make sense. Everything they did made sense as far as why such and such was mad, why such and such was walking out, <laughs> and you know cutting through the camera shots and all that. It made sense, so it didn't bother me. Overall, it was a good show. Um, I like. I actually like the pairing of Stark and um, Zeta, because I feel like they're trying. They're going to make them a tag team. It just won't be a one-off thing with them. I feel like they're, they're going to make team. them a tag team. So, yeah. Um, I don't want to get my weeks confused. I'm trying to remember Tony Storm and uh, what's the name got into it. I don't think so. so that was no, last Zoe, week. That was yeah. last week. Tony yeah, Storm so. wasn't on the show at all this week, yeah. All right, and then Frankie made her debut finally last week or two weeks yeah. ago. Was it two weeks ago? That was that was two weeks. Frankie wasn't on this show, was she? No, she was. She was in the back. She was backstage raving about. Okay, the so then it was last week. Got. Then yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, Frankie made her debut. Shout out to her. She looked great. I thought she was gonna be rusty. She looked great. Like she looked great. Uh, so shout out to her. But NXT was it was solid, man. It was solid. I, I'm kind of eh, even though it's going to be a fire match with Cross taking on the top four <laughs> competitors right now. I'm just kind of eh. 
And then what's next for MSK? Um, are they gonna do Champa and Thatcher, or is it gonna be Grizzly Young Veterans? It can't be Grizzly Young Vets. It has to be Thatcher and Champa. Well, because they Thatcher faced Grizzly. They've been going back and forth, and they've been exchanging wins. It's fifty-fifty booking with them right now. They're gonna. There's gonna be some type of thing where they're gonna get the title. They've beaten Grizzly Young Vets. MSK has beaten Grizzly Young Vets like on two separate occasions now. They've beaten them like straight up uh, in a in a tag match, just the two of them. And then they've beaten them in that triple threat match. At, uh, was it to get the titles right uh, at uh, Stand yeah. and Deliver? So yeah, I, I don't. I, it has to be that. That's like the only other fresh team. Which NXT uh, needs more tag team uh, tag teams too. Yeah, they need to focus. Do. They need they need to focus on getting more. They've been finding like they've been getting good like singles competitors on the show, but they need to focus on getting some some good tag teams up in there. And even with that said, I'm not even like worried about their tag team division because they know how to use them. The people that they do have, mm-hmm. we haven't seen Brizongo in a while. Everrise is starting to get built up with this whole backstage story that they got going on. So mm-hmm. you're gonna see them soon. They can easily take whoever they want to take from 205 and put them into a tag team. Um, it's a lot. Then they got uh, what's the Diamond Mine Diamond Coal Group. Or is that a group, or is, is that a is that a group, or is that a just a um? Uh, I, I think it's a that. group. I think it's a tag team. Oh, okay. And that's a tag have, team. That's good. Yeah, and then you still got the way you still have um, um, hit row. Oh God, hit row, so, man. I mean, <laughs> you they they got people they can use. It's it's not like they did. You know, it's not like raw three or four tags. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing because I didn't even consider like uh, those last two teams that you even brought up, Hit Row and Everlast. I didn't even consider them. Yeah, I guess that's a good no. thing. They're doing so they're doing it because that's that's the thing that I like about uh, NXT and, and in, like any wrestling program uh, that does this. That they don't you don't have to use uh, all your talent all the time. Yeah. That's yeah. what Raw and SmackDown, uh, even though SmackDown is good, like they're both guilty of doing that. They use the same people every week like if you have so many people on your roster it's okay to just have them on one week then just you know maybe take them off people might have forgotten about them for a little bit bring them back on hit row wasn't seen on the show at all this week if, at, like at all they were on like the pre uh an exclusive like a yeah. like a youtube exclusive but that was it they didn't appear on the show at all so yeah. now i'm hyped to see them come back if they come back next week i'm hyped so yeah. like I, I like that so i like that <laughs> What up, Jeff? What up, man? It has been a while, yo. Appreciate you coming in. Appreciate everybody that's watching our darkness stream as well. Shout out to everybody. Uh, make sure this will this episode will be on Apple, Spotify, YouTube once once we're done. So I will upload it to all those so you can listen to it or rewatch it or whatever. It's also going to be on Darkness page as well. So check them out. Make sure you follow my guy if you're not on Twitter and Twitch. Um, but yeah. So like I said, Johnny Gargano, even though he's in a title feud and just got out of the North American title feud, they could easily put him with Austin Theory bow tag team. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they're smart on how they're doing it because yeah. even though Swerve said he's going after the North American title next, you can still put Swerve at any time with anybody from Hit Row. <laughs> That's a tag team. And it's not like they're just randoms because they're a group. So they, they know how to do it. NXT know how to do it. So Shout out to NXT. Let's get to SmackDown real quick. 
And then if you got AEW stuff, we can get the AEW. Um, we gonna talk about double or nothing. And then if you have, if you want to talk about Dynamite this week, we can do that as well. Oh yeah, I was so, gonna do Dynamite and then uh, some Impact too. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So let me run through SmackDown real quick. Apollo uh, <laughs> had Kevin Owens attacked backstage because what's his name? What's his name? Azuz? Uh, Commander Aziz. Aziz. Yeah. So Commander Aziz was banned from um, <laughs> from ringside. So Apollo being the smart ass that he is, was like, hey, just go attack him in the backstage. <laughs> so he attacks KO before the match. And oh, man. bow. KO is beat up. And of course, when they had a match, Apollo wins and retain his IC belt. And then you have Sami Zayn coming out and kicking KO in the face because they will forever have beef Every- between those two. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, they will forever Holy have smokes. beef. So shout out to them for keeping that going. We did not see Big E because Big E was attacked by the guy who just got fired. So, you know. Exactly. Know. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bruh. So like, now what? my thing is. What the hell? <laughs> He was nowhere to be seen on the entire show. Didn't see him at all. Cause he, he, like he can come on in and mention, oh, I got kicked in the face by, well, you know, I got kicked in the face by such and such, but he ain't here no more, so I can't get him back. And that's <laughs> how he retained the title, too. Yes. Yeah, that The entire finish was just based around Alistair. <laughs> and you know they didn't show it in the package. Uh, <laughs> when they showed the package, uh, what happened? They They didn't even show it. Oh my so, goodness! They just made it seem like he won clean, and it's it's not what happened. So, <laughs> but I'm not even going venom there right now. Let's get through the rest of it. the Usos come out. Uh, I'm sorry, Roman come out, calls out the Usos. <laughs> he tells Paul Heyman, the "Good man, Mister Good man, get my cousins out here. Get them out here now. Get them out here now." <laughs> they music hit. They come out. Uh, you know, Jimmy's explaining to Roman, "What up, Us? Yeah, you know." You want me to acknowledge you? I did. I thought I, I did that already. Who said, you know, last year, hell in the cell. You choked me out of my brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I acknowledged you already. <laughs> so, um, Roman said he got a change of heart about them facing the Mysterios for the tag title. He was like, not, uh, for the SmackDown tag titles. He yeah. was like, let's not wait. Let's go ahead and bring them out now. So they come out, um, have a pretty solid match, pretty solid match. And then, a pinfall happens where Dominic rolls up Jimmy and by the two count, Jimmy has his arm up. He's he's kicked out. Michael Cole even said, oh, he kicked out. But the ref kept counting bow. So controversial ending, three count. You know Roman is pissed. You know it's going to be some backlash. <laughs> Jay is scared to death. Some WrestleMania oh, backlash. Happen? Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no. No. So... <laughs> Jay is scared to death of what Roman is going to do. And that leads to a backstage segment where Roman was basically told him, you better get a rematch. You disappointed the family. Uh, you failed. You didn't do this. You embarrassing us. And then he's talking to Jimmy, but he decides to be a savage and looks at Jay Uso in the middle of talking to Jimmy. He's like, you understand what I'm saying, Jimmy? And Jimmy was like, Oos. Which we all know who's who now because they they got different haircuts. 
Jay got the grill. Jay's been on TV. Jimmy got the longer hair. Jimmy wore hats. They sound different. But so it's straight savage move by Roman calling Jay Uso Jimmy Uso. And Jimmy, I mean, Jay was like, hey, man, I'm I'm Jay Uso. And then Roman was like, at this point, don't matter <laughs> the way it's going. Jesus. So I was <laughs> like, good Lord. Roman is gunshot. Man, he killed him. And then there was the, the there was the, the the diss earlier than that. Like before he said that, he was just like, "Y'all seven time tag champions only been to WrestleMania once." One time, I was like, dude. "Oh my lord!" <laughs> and he's like, "In one year, good being with oh, me." Oh my lord! Jay was in the main event, walking out <laughs> with his head. <laughs> I was like, "These are facts." I was just sitting there shaking my head. Jeez. These are facts. He had to. He had to do them like that. Yeah, he's one of six time champions, and you ain't been to WrestleMania but one time. Which, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Holy so, smokes. So that leads to them just fast forward. That leads to them getting the rematch with the Mysterios, um, which Roman comes out and attacks the Mysterios, which caused the Usos to tag championships, which I didn't understand. I was like, you know what? Roman did this so he could say they lost again. They didn't win the titles. Just so he could fuss at Jimmy and Jay next week. And Jimmy was like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not feeling this. I felt like Jimmy should have been more pissed in that situation about them not winning the titles thanks to Roman getting yeah. disqualified. But that didn't happen. Jimmy was just like, I'm not feeling this. And get out the ring. Come on, Ooze. Come on, Jay. Jay about to walk out. Roman walks directly to his face, and Jay, like a sad puppy, looks down. Just like a if you if you got any animals, if you guys have dogs and they did something they know they ain't supposed to do, when you look at them, you give them that look, they look down because <clears throat> they know they're in trouble. That's what Jay Uso did. <laughs> Jay Uso, like a sad puppy, looked down like. All right, cuz I'm not gonna do nothing. He's looking at his brother's <laughs> my side bad. eye. Yeah, my bad. He's looking at his brother's side eye, <laughs> oh, and he's standing in the ring with his head down. So that's, I'm like, Jimmy better get some nuts, man. <laughs> that's what I posted <laughs> on my Twitter. I was like, Jimmy better get some nuts, man. What's wrong with him, man? Oh, shit. So, and so be, that was the main event. So let's get in between the main event. Um, Gable approached the Street Profits. And offer them to join the Alpha Academy, which they would turn down. And he he really threw some shade at them too. To my yeah, your frog splash ain't as high no more. Your uh your power whatever, what's his name finishing move is the sky high. He like the sky high ain't, ain't that powerful no more. So he was throwing shade. So of course the street prophet said no. Next thing you know, we get Otis coming. To my <laughs> he really trying to help y'all. Y'all need to you know take his advice and join him this and that. They was like, nah, you don't tell us what to do. You don't tell us what to do, and we do what we want to do. The answer is no. Bow. Otis takes out both the street profits. <laughs> yeah, by himself. <laughs> Just by himself. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, I didn't know what to feel on that. I was just like, all right, whatever, man. And then you have Carmella defeats Lil Morgan, which is, is that really a shocker? Considering she's really been on the road since Ruby got fired. She's been posting all Ruby stuff <laughs> since Ruby got fired. And I'm like, all right, I saw Liv. Liv is coming out, which I expected her. Or let me say, I wanted her to come out in the 
the old Liv Morgan stuff that she had when she was in the PC on Raw. Yeah. Something like you solo again, go back to that Liv Morgan because that Liv Morgan was over. But she comes out in her typical uh, Ride Squad stuff. Carmella beats her. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. I didn't really have no feelings about that. I was just glad to see Liv on TV. And they need more women on SmackDown. So Io Shirai, Mia Yim, who's just sitting there waiting, bring them up to SmackDown. That's that's my opinion. Because after Bianca beats Bailey, which Bailey, Bianca did call out Bailey. Bailey was looking fire. Uh, both of them was looking fire, actually. Uh, she had her accomplishments behind her, and she started doing this laugh. And all of a sudden, WWE got to do WWE. It was a good promo until 10,000 Baileys popped Holy up on the screen. <laughs> Christ, man. And started laughing. Like, it, it was like she was the fiend or something. I swear she to God, I've only fiend. ever seen that. So I've only ever seen that stuff in my nightmares. I swear to God. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was terrifying. And, yeah, she, she turned into the fiend, apparently, because she got superpowers to put her face on all the screens and have all the screens laughing at Bianca, which mm-hmm. just stupid. My God. And then Seth Rollins hyped up this interview that he was supposed to have all on Twitter the whole day just to get the interview with Kayla and not say a word. Took the mic off and threw it at her. <laughs> and didn't say a word. And I'm like, you hyped this up the whole day and you didn't say nothing? You didn't answer not one question? But that is the rundown of SmackDown. Give me your good and bad. <laughs> uh, so for the good, I had uh, just everything that the Rome, uh, Roman and the Usos did. Uh, I thought that was really dope. Uh, just all of their interactions that they had was really, really good. And uh, just still really compelling stuff. Uh, Cruz versus Owens, the match I thought was really good. And I thought that... Uh, uh, General Aziz attacking Owens before the match was really funny. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually really liking this Apollo Crews character, like, a lot. He's <laughs> yeah. actually, he's doing a good job with it. Um, the bad, uh, the Bianca Bailey segment, I really did not, I I had no problem with it until that end, uh, the ending. That shit was just, uh, it was weird. <laughs> and I already hate Bailey and uh, Sasha's laugh. So hearing that magnified across like millions of screens, I just, oh Bruh. no, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, horrible, dude. Yeah, uh, Me- uh, Mella versus Liv Morgan. <laughs> Liz said the laugh is the laughing is getting old. Oh, dude, for real, for real. It, they uh, went from they went from Sasha laughing to Bailey laughing. Like, yeah, stop. <laughs> yeah, the the Mella versus Liv match. I put it under the bad. Uh, like <laughs> like this poor woman just lost like. Both of her friends within like the past two years, and now she's by herself. And first thing that they do is just give her an L on SmackDown. They don't even try to Super. to do anything. It's just get out of here. Uh, so yeah. Uh, the indifferent. I thought that the match between the Usos and the Mysterios were just okay. Uh, I, even though I loved the all the stuff that happened with Roman and the Usos, I thought that the match between the Usos and the Mysterios for the titles were just okay matches. Uh, but they carried the the story of uh, what was going on with the 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 uh, the, the family. So uh, the Seth interview, it was just there. 
So, eh. And uh, the Shinsuke Corbin match, uh, I put under indifferent. Um, only, okay, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, why did I put that under indifferent? That was, that should have been under it bad, but yeah, I put that under, yeah. <laughs> I put it under indifferent because this, uh, Corbin uh, won clean. There wasn't a stupid finish where he was distracted by music or again. So that was the only reason why I put it under indifferent and not bad. But it could have gone in either or, to be honest. Um, yeah, I guess I'll get to Impact and uh, AEW. Uh, I'm just going to go over kind of the good, bad, and indifferent for those two. Okay. He said, don't forget the goat, Rick Boogs. <laughs> so... <laughs> The good, uh, so I'll start with Impact. Uh, so the good for Impact was uh, they started off uh, their show with a Iron Man match between Josh Alexander and TJP. It started, they have a kickoff show that they do. So they started it on the kickoff show and it went uh, about eight minutes into the, the main show. Mm -hmm. So that's how it started off. Uh, it was a spectacular Iron Man match. And I haven't seen an actual legitimate, like, 60-man Iron Man match uh, that I can remember probably since um, Cena and Orton at Bragging Rights. Because they normally just do half-hour matches now. They don't do a full hour. So, uh, yeah. that was... It was solid. It was a really good match. Uh, Rohit Ranju and Jake Something had a tables match, uh, which was awesome. It was really good. Uh, Rohit Renju just was hitting Jake with a lot of knee strikes. And uh, the match ended when uh, <laughs> Rohit Renju just threw a chair at Jake something's face. And Jake just stood there like it didn't phase him and just annihilated Rohit uh, by just picking him up and ramming him through a table. There's a clip on my channel if you want to see it. It was hilarious. Um under the good, I put uh, W. Morrissey killing Rich Swan. Uh, there was a great camera shot. Uh, Rich Swan is just, if you know his character, he just loves to dance. He loves to party. So right. Rich Swan, he's just coming out. He's dancing to his music. He's having a great time. So the camera kind of just, like, goes and switches to, like, do some type of weird, like, zany, like, focus thing on the, the Titantron. We come back to, uh, to, to Rich Swan who's looking at the camera just dancing. And then if you look behind him in the shadows, W. Morrissey is, like, walking towards him. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, it looked it looked really good. I, I took a clip of that, too. It was it was awesome. And then he just comes from behind and kills Rich Swan. So that was dope. And obviously, also under the gun, I had to put Fire and Desire defending the title successfully against Grayson Elring. Uh <laughs> So the bad, the only bad thing I had uh, under this show was the uh, Moose and Callahan match. And I put that there because of the DQ finish. I uh, was <laughs> I was actually looking forward to this match. Uh, and then uh, Omega and, or the Good Brothers came out and caused the DQ. And mm -hmm. Omega came out uh, with like two, what, three minutes left uh, and just started beating on him too. Uh, and they were doing it because they they set up the fact that next week, uh, uh, what's his name? Don Callis was talking with uh, the other VP. I can't remember what his name is. But uh, 
he was telling Don Callis that Tony Khan is going to be coming to the show next week and they're going to discuss possibly putting Sammy Callahan in the match because I guess Tony Khan doesn't like Sammy Callahan, but they're going to come there and just discuss having him there. So I don't know. So this match is going to probably be a triple threat match at, uh, against all odds. Um, but that's, yeah, I didn't like that finish, but it led to something, but I still didn't like it. Uh, indifferent Satoshi Kojima from new Japan had a match against Kony Diener and it was just an okay match. Um, it was nothing special. Uh, it's more so just to kind of get to his match at all, uh, against all odds. So it was just there. Um, and the only announcements uh, coming out of that show was that there's going to be a five-way match for the uh, number one contenders match at Slammiversary. Uh, the number one contenders match is taking place at Against All Odds. The winner gets a number one contenders match against, uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh Alexander. And the, conten- uh, the contest- contenders are Petey Williams, Chris Bay, Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, and Rohit Ranju. I'm really hoping that Chris Bay uh, wins this match, especially now that there's a crowd involved. I really want him to to go there and have that match. They would have a fire match together. Uh, fire and Desire are going to be defending at Against All Odds against Kimberly and Susan. And Violence by Design are going to have to defend their newly won titles against the Decay. So, hmm. yeah. Um, it's pretty solid, man. Impact's, Impact's been a really good show, like, consistently. Like people are sleep. I don't think I don't think people sleep are really sleeping on it anymore. I think people know that impact they, is they, they're starting to come back around, man. Um, yeah. Me, I just got to I, impact. I, <laughs> some some weeks I can watch it. Some weeks I can't Stop without them. the fans. Yeah, that's so. That's the main reason why I was looking forward to impact getting fans more than anybody. So I'm like impact puts on a good show, but sometimes it just be so dry in that arena with nothing like they started piping in crowd noises and all that and i was just like don't do that because it's <laughs> it's wwe like so <laughs> see and for me the the crowd noises actually made it better because i was already at this point i was already used to the the thunderdome yeah. and uh well, <laughs> well that was i guess this should be i don't know if i should put this as a negative or not because i guess they can't do it but for this week for some reason they had their performers ringside for like the last eight minutes of the Iron Man match, yeah. So it's like, okay, so you did that, but then like, like, why was that acceptable? But then you can't do it for, like, yeah, the rest like, of the show. Like that was that was kind of weird to me. In that arena, <clears throat> just do what WWE did in the PC. Put some plexiglass <laughs> up, let them bang on the thing. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of PC era Raws and SmackDown. <laughs> I, I've said it on the last couple of streams just to. When stuff like that happens, where it's a pandemic and things just change, even though it was bad, I do like to, well, that, you know, the pandemic being bad, I like to go back and watch, like, this is what we had to watch, and this is what we was dealing with. Like, I like to go back and refresh my mind on those type of things. Mm -hmm. And I was watching, I was like, yo, SmackDown had some bangers. SmackDown was still better than Raw. PC SmackDown is way better than... (laughs) Thunderdome, yeah, um, but Raw was better than what it is now, yeah, one thousand. And it's like the Thunderdome is cool. The Thunderdome is cool, but that's that's the type of thing that gets old fast. Like when they first built it, and we first saw it, we was, when I was streaming it, 
everybody was like, oh, this is dope. This is dope, including me. I was happy. We got Pyro back. We got the stage. It was like a big fight feel. But once we started hearing that pipe noise, after a month, it got old to me. I was over it after a month. Then they went to a bigger Thunderdome. They didn't change nothing. <laughs> it was just a bigger Thunderdome. Now they back to the a college arena, and they just added more screens <laughs> to the stage. Mm. So, and then you mixed in WrestleMania with live fans, and then you went right back to the Thunderdome. Like that's some that really messed it up for me. I've hated the Thunderdome since WrestleMania. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I'm so ready to get out the Thunderdome, dude. I don't want to see it on a video game. Everybody like Thunderdome be cool on WWE 2K22, which is outdated already. They got to redo their whole roster already. Everybody is fired. <laughs> so. Oh, everybody man. is fired. They're gonna have to rebuild the whole game, do more face scans. That'll be <laughs> already. Oh my lord! It needs to be NXT, NXT UK heavy. Simple I wouldn't be mad that. at that at all. I wouldn't be I, mad at that at me, all. <laughs> me either. If it's NXT and NXT UK, I don't want to see fifteen Undertakers talking about you got the biggest roster ever, seven <laughs> Triple H's and all that because you're trying to make up for Alistair Black and Braun and all them being gone. So, uh, the Thunderdome got old, man, but the PC era Raw was was good because even with it being NXT people, even if it's NXT people there, it just had a more natural feel to it. Like the banging on the plexiglass, the them people talking back while they doing promos, it, it was just there. That's what NXT does now with the PC, but they actually use a small amount of fans. I feel like Impact could have done that mm. a long time ago. So I never understood why they didn't do it. They said that. WWE. I didn't, I'm not blaming them. I just said they got old. Alex, you're not listening. They, <laughs> they said that they, they didn't do it in, uh, what is it called? Uh, in Impact because they weren't allowed to. Because they was in uh, They're in because they're in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. So, but that, it's just, it's just weird, weird to me because, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because restrictions are kind of lifting too. So maybe that's why they were able to do it now. So yeah. maybe like a soft run or something like that. So I'm not taking that. I didn't take that into account either. But yeah, it was just weird to see that after, I guess, this long. So, but. Yeah, and I, I originally thought they was going to move back to Florida during a pandemic. Like, you know, because they used to use the um, Universal Studios all the time as the impact zone. So I just they, assumed that they that's what they was gonna do once the pandemic hit, but I apparently that never happened. So Yeah. That uh, would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. They for them, they that would have definitely yet. been nice, yeah. Florida pretty much stayed open. <laughs> for the for the whole the pandemic whole, run, was, they stayed open. <laughs> I was they gonna say the Florida whole don't thing. give a damn about nothing. So Hell no. Hell no. Um you said you wanted to go over some AEW good and bad. What you got? All right. Uh, so uh, I guess before I get to the the main show, I'll start with Double or Nothing because we weren't here for that. Uh, so fire show. Uh, fire show. It was a really good show. Yeah, the crowd was just crazy. The entire show kept the energy up the whole time. Uh, so I'll start with the good. Uh, the Serena D versus Riho was a really solid uh, pre-show match. I thought. I know that you're not a fan of Riho, <laughs> but I really like this match. Uh, Adam Page versus Brian Cage. <laughs> Try saying that ten times fast. Right. <laughs> uh, that was a really good singles match, and Adam Page got a enormous, 
like reaction when he showed up when he came That's out like holy smokes he That's was my favorite popular as hell um also eddie kingston and john moxley got a, a huge reaction when they came out too for their match against the young bucks uh, i thought that was a really good match too um jungle boy winning the casino battle royale it came down to him and christian uh leo rush was the joker in the match i did not see that coming i uh i was hoping uh that it would be uh, el fantasma because he was already wrestling for uh impact and i knew that if it was el fantasma the crowd would go nuts so i thought that was kind of a no-brainer uh i thought people thinking that it was i thought like people making long shots that it was going to be daniel bryan uh (laughs) that would have been a horrible spot for him to come in but uh yeah uh i thought that was uh i wouldn't have put that in the good i put that in in the indifferent category i feel like it's kind of like battle royales are always going to just be like battle royales so it's just more for the entrance than anything but it was all right um the i put uh cody rhodes and anthony agogo i put that under the bad probably of the show if i had to put one thing under the bad for sure it would be that match uh that's the only match i did not watch i was gonna say it was just it was just a mid match like it with a card like this like this was like one of the the things to kind of be eh. i would say like around this point was when uh the show started to just kind of uh to dip a little bit after we got this match we got the miro lance archer match it's a good match I put that under the good, but the crowd was pretty spent after this. Uh, they got back into it around uh, Britt Baker versus Ricardo Shida. Uh, I put that under the good. Uh, uh, it was it started off really well. The middle of the match was kind of, eh, and then the ending it really picked up and it was really really solid. So that was a dope match. Uh, <laughs> Darby Allen and Sting versus Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Uh, I put that under the good. Uh, it almost gave me a heart attack several times, uh, especially just at the beginning of the match when Sting took a uh, a suplex onto the entrance, but he popped right back he up from right it. Up. I was nervous. Oh, man. <laughs> I was so nervous. Uh, but yeah, Sting did his thing in there. This was like the perfect type of match to have, and Scorpio Sky did his job selling for everything from that, especially at the end when he came for his springboard cutter. And it led right into that uh, Scorpion death drop, which was the perfect way to end that match. So uh, Kenny Omega versus uh, Orange Cassidy and Pac. Uh, Kenny Omega got the W in that three-way match for the AEW Championship. That was my match of the night. Uh, I thought it was a super solid match under the good. And Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle I also thought was pretty good in a stadium stampede match. Uh they had their like cinematic part and then they came out at the end or Jericho and uh, MJF came out and then Sammy Guevara and uh, who was it? Uh, Sean, Spears Sean Spears ended it in the ring. Yeah. So I thought it was a pretty solid uh, ending to the show. They ended it on a good note with everybody singing Judas. So yes. I thought it was a really good show, though. The crowd was like really like dope for the entire thing. And yeah, it's funny that Spears is the one that takes the pen. Cause it's been a, it's it's been some like oh he's the last guy of the group and they really, it's really not helping him being in the group like it should help him, uh mm. because he's always the last option of that group, <laughs> so he's like the last to speak for the most part except that one time 
when they was face to face, which we everybody loved. It was like, oh, Spirit spoke first, and the whole face to face battle good. And then it's like he went right back to being last. He's always the guy in the back. So mm-hmm. him being the one taking the pin, especially from Sammy after Sammy just destroyed him on the mic in that face off, <laughs> was it's just like ah yeah. I wish somebody else would have took that pin for him, but uh, it's all good. He's on he's on pay per views being used. That's way more than what we could say a couple in months the, ago in the main, <laughs> in the main event. event. Yeah, yeah. So, you got to take yeah. the good with the bad. I mean. <laughs> Got to take the good with the bad. This guy's in a, one of the most important matches of the whole show, if not the most important match outside of the championship match. So, shout out to him for that. Uh, Mark Henry makes his debut. He uh, did. I forgot about that. That is that was a great get for uh, for AEW. More so than I think people actually realize too, because this guy, more than anything, his his biggest draw now is that he's a great talent scout. So. Yeah, and that and AEW has him. I, I would have just if I was WWE, I would have just gave him whatever he wanted to just stay there because I don't know. I wouldn't have let him go like that. In the office, and yeah, he wanted to help, and they no, yeah, they steady firing people (laughs) like Tom Phillips, another wrestling guy that they got rid of. But (laughs) that was so that was that was odd to me. Tom, Just, (laughs) just to bring in Jimmy Smith, which you know Jimmy Smith did way better than. Um, advert, yeah. So, oh Lord, yeah. But you see the type of people they bring in. They, they just throwing people on the flagship show. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Smith is not a wrestling guy. He even said it on Twitter. Yep. I haven't watched wrestling since I was little. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just threw him in, which he did a great job. He did. I, I will have to get it to him because I was ready to go off on him too. I was like, who? No, another WWE guy. But again, like we said <laughs> earlier, WWE's turn is. It's an entertainment show. It's not a wrestling show no more. Yeah. So, and that's probably why they're going to sell it to an entertainment company. And it's going to go down here like WCW with <laughs> Turner because the entertainment people are going to eventually be like, okay, I'm sick of wrestling now. That was fun. Bye. <laughs> that's exactly what Turner did to WCW. And there you have it. So, um, yeah, Mark Henry came back. Um, it, the whole show was good. I did not watch the Cody match. Um, they did a weigh in the the dynamite before. Yeah. And I was just like, they was one pound away from each other and they was bragging. Oh, uh, my guy weighs more, a pound more. He's heavier. So what? This is not a boxing match. This is yeah. Yeah. wrestling. <laughs> like yeah. Ray Mysterio fights Big Show all the time. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I turned Dynamite off too that week when it happened. There was better the ways. Show. I was gonna say they did they they did a a weigh in too the uh, they did one with John Moxley and Chris Jericho and that was way better this one was just it was not well done at all and so. it was a packed house <coughs> and they did it yeah yeah it was but bad I didn't like it, it I was already worn down because I streamed SmackDown on the burner page that night mm-hmm. and I almost I literally forgot the AEW was coming on and I was like oh shoot let me flip over real quick <laughs> and I saw the weigh in. It's like I'm not doing this tonight. I I turned it off. <laughs> I watched double or nothing on your Discord. What I could <laughs> watch live, and then the stuff I couldn't see live because I was on stage, had to play a gig. Yeah, I went back to um somebody had it on their Twitch, and I went <laughs> back and watched the rest of it on that. And then that's how I skipped the Cody match. Like Cody has been cringe here lately, 
with, with some Cody. of the stuff he got going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. So, he's been cringe, so I I just had no interest in that match, and I wasn't going to waste my time watching that match. So um, Dynamite came on this week. Mark Henry came out. He was supposed to say they there to tighten the screws, not turn the screws, Mark. I mean, for the people <laughs> that listen to Busted Open, they say tighten the screws all the time. I guess he was nervous because he's like, we're here to turn the screws. Like, what? That's not that's not the same, Mark. It's tightening. <laughs> but uh, Andrade, first of all, time out. Why would you cut Mark Henry off? First of all, Mark Henry still don't have music. So they cut him off with Vicky. Vicky Guerrero, of all people, and I'm already not liking what's going on with Andrade because they bring him out with Vicky. And I'm just like, don't, don't do this. Give him somebody else. If y'all don't trust him to speak English and this and that, get, give him somebody else. Because they booed when she said his name. She said Andrade, look, la la, whatever she said. <laughs> and they started booing because. Yeah, they said Andrade, I'll eat alone. But I, yeah. didn't, I didn't even hear what she said. Like, I didn't understand what she was saying when she said it at first. Nobody did. Hold on one and second. Then, I'll be right back. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the announcers. Let me get let me get him off screen. I don't want, you know, whatever he got going on. <laughs> let me hide. So yeah, the announcers or they was like, did she just say Andrade? And I'm like, oh, that's what she said. And then he comes walking out slowly. He's walking out slowly, and the crowd, you see some shocked looks on faces, like, oh my God. But they were pretty much dead. Like it wasn't. If they would have put a name on the screen or something, I feel like that would have that would have helped a lot. If they would have put a name or something on screen or anything like that, my guy is back. Welcome back, darkness. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. bad, my bad. Uh, Majority comes and he he just walks out slowly. The crowd was born at first because they born Vicky. Didn't understand what she said, and the announcer was like, "Did she say Andrade? Whatever his name is now?" And he walks out slowly. No, you got a couple of people like, oh my God, shock. But for the most part, it wasn't that reaction that he really deserved. You know, going to the AEW, it's not the reaction I expected him to get. It was kind of dead. But I, I, t- I put that as them announcing him with Vicky or having Vicky announce him, interrupting Mark Henry. No music or no name on the screen. They would have just did like a name, even if they don't have music for him yet. Just put his name on the screen or have her point at the screen. It would have got a better reaction. But didn't nobody understand what was going on. And they was just born Vicky until he came out. So it was it wasn't the best debut, in my opinion, for Andrade. It could have been way better for him. See, I had uh, Andrade's <laughs> debut under my good. Uh, I didn't. I didn't mind it. This I uh, there. yeah. I th- I thought that the I thought that there was a, a a good reaction for him. I the the Vicky thing. Uh, what is it called? Was just with her announcing the name and everything. I thought that was kind of muddled, and that uh, yeah, that could have been better. I I would have put more focus on it, or at least I would have made it like the the one of the last things, because definitely coming out of this show in particular. Like uh, a spoiler alert: this this dynamite wasn't anything special. This is what this is one of the more average dynamite dynamites that I've seen in a long time. Last so, two weeks, though, really. 
Probably because they don't want to be on Friday, but the NBA is pushing them there. Yeah. So they just kind of like whatever. Uh, and if people not watching them on Friday either, um, they been I mean, they numbers drop big time going to Friday. So they know Friday is not the move for them <laughs> after SmackDown. <clears throat> so, yeah. But uh, yeah, they uh, yeah, they're not. So they uh, they like they. I think they should just put more, more focused on that in like a, a different segment, uh, a different time or something like that other than just have him here but other than that i think that uh when he came out and uh, i think that people like reacted once they saw him and stuff like that and they were pumped when he got on the mic and stuff like that i didn't have a huge issue with him and he's going by andrade el idolo now which is what he was calling himself i guess like as a nickname in uh in nxt and uh, wwe uh but now it's just kind of what he's going as now as a full name so the calling himself the icon andrade so yeah, I think that's I cool. Just, I'm just the, Andrade. the um uh the the Vicky thing too, I'm um I'm gonna wait and see where that goes rather than just uh completely just get on it right now because uh remember when Christian came in, he initially came out and said that he was going to go after Kenny Omega and right. got involved with him the next week, and then everybody was just like, Well, how well he's getting a title shot already? Like right. that didn't even end up happening. So he just ended up it going into other stuff. It. Yeah. So I, I don't know, like, we'll see where this goes. Like if that was the case that they were going with Vicky, then in stuff like when stuff like this happens, they do tend to listen to their fans. And if it gets a negative response, then they tend to go the opposite direction. So we'll see what AEW does uh, in the end. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I, I would not. Go ahead. I was gonna say, but I would not be a fan of uh, Andrade and Vicky if that if they do end up sticking with that. Uh, I hope not. There's other people that could uh, do a better job speaking for him if that's what they really want. Then there's other people that could do a better job for that. Yeah. Other than Vicky, I mean, even the guy that was talking for Penta. Yeah, Alex Abrahantes, he would do a great yeah. job. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's. Now, AEW does listen to their fans because I thought they was going to fuck up the pay-per-view with Christian going over <laughs> Jungle Boy. And I was like, oh, I, I would like Christian, but I'm listening to this crowd. I was like, if they pull this move, they're going to get booed out the stadium. And you could hear it. They was just building up to it like, nah, we want Jungle Boy. <laughs> we, we don't want Christian right now. And they made the right call. Jungle Boy won. I got and nervous when he... I was relieved. There was a there was a part at the end of that uh, battle royal where he like is running and like jumped like I I think like Matt tries to like sweep his legs so yeah. he does like a sort of like six one nine using the uh, the pole to just yeah. swing to the other side I was like if he slipped off of that because I've seen people try to do that and then just slip Ray's done that before Bruh. and slipped if he slipped and then fell to the floor <sighs> that would not have been good. <laughs> But he pulled it off, and it ended up being a great, like, a great moment for the show. So, <laughs> so the people that's watching on my page, I gotta, I, I got something for y'all, and so I'm trying to, I'm gonna go ahead and try to finish this. Give me your show of the week, and give me your superstar of the week, and I'm gonna give you mine. And what I'm gonna do, I've been keeping up with this guy stream all night. He has the Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul fight up right now, and it's the fight is gonna start in about. 10 15 minutes so i want to make sure i get y'all over there i'm gonna raid his channel with y'all let him know i've raided his channel before so let him know that i sent y'all he he know who it is so 
uh, superstar of the week, show of the week, and then I'm, I'm gonna rage all over there. Um, all right, my uh, show of the week, uh, it falls between Impact and NXT, uh, and I think because of the opener and the main event, I'm gonna go with NXT because I really like that triple threat match and that tag team uh, uh main event. So NXT uh this week. Uh, and for the uh, superstar of the week, I think I got to give it to Josh Alexander. Uh, he did a really good job in that Iron Man match. It was really solid. He had a lot of counters. Like, this guy is a really good talent to have. He's yeah. like, he reminds me a lot of, like, uh, Kurt Angle in his prime. Uh, Josh Alexander does. Like, so yeah. I think that's what I have to go with. I'm NXT and then Josh Alexander. Okay. Uh, so mine is NXT, uh, cause AEW was, you know, I don't, they're not liking being on Fridays, you can tell, uh, especially late. So, but it is what it is. When you sign up with TNT, that's what happens when playoffs start. You can't override NBA. <laughs> so, um, Messi says superstar of the week, Liam. See, all right. Anyway, uh. <laughs> NXT is show of the week, superstar of the week. Yeah. Uh, that's true, Lizard. That's true. Superstar of the week. Dang, that's tough. I want to say, because it could be a couple of them this week. Uh, I'm going to go with Adam a... Page. Oh, really? I'm going to go with Adam Page, superstar of the week, because that was a big win. He was the open. He got the best reaction that whole night. Yeah. Uh, that was a big win that he got, and that puts him back in contention Ooh, for the title. Dang, dang, dang. I Britt Baker did win. Uh, okay, I'm gonna stick with Adam, but Britt is a close second. Britt is a close second, but um, I'm gonna stick with Adam because that did that did put Adam right back to um title contention where he was before he lost the case. So now that he's revenged that, he's right back where he should be. Hopefully. Mm. They put him where he should be, and it's back in title contention. So NXT, Adam Page, man, show the week, superstar of the week, and NXT and who's your superstar of the week again? Uh, Josh Alexander from Impact. Ah, there you have it, man. This has been the dope darkness podcast, talking <laughs> wrestling. I just made that name up just now. The dope <laughs> darkness podcast. The dope darkness podcast. Uh, I I come up with a name or something, and um. I appreciate y'all coming through, man. I appreciate y'all coming through. Much love for y'all. I will have it on audio on, you know, Spotify and all that again. YouTube, it will be up. So he said, yeah, featuring uh, Lizard sometimes. Yeah, my guy Lizard, man. Yo, if y'all ever want to get on the show, just say it in the comment section or say it on my Twitter or something. I will put you on the show, camera and all. So, you know, just don't be on here acting crazy because I will man. kick you off, camera and all. <laughs> that quick. So appreciate it. I appreciate y'all coming through, man. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and play the ending music. And while oh, I'm also doing for that, uh, before you get off, also for people uh-huh. that are, are here, uh, New Japan is having their next uh, pay per view tomorrow. Uh, I'll be streaming it at 11 a.m. Eastern time. It's Dominion. In the main event, we have Kazuchika Okada versus Shingo Takagi. For the vacant world title that Will Ospreay had to uh, 
uh, uh, vacate. <laughs> so there's going oh, yeah. to be Dang. there's going to be a new champion on tomorrow's show. So if you want to check that out, it's going to be a really good match. So come and check that out. 11 uh, a.m. Eastern time. I'll be uh, airing it. So. so make sure you check the homie out. Check the fam out. Uh, go follow his page now if you haven't done it already. Go follow his page now. I'm going to hit y'all with this ending music. And while I'm doing that, I'll get the raid set up because the fighters are about to come out now, Floyd and Logan Paul. So we're going to all watch it together, man. So I appreciate y'all. <laughs> Much love to y'all. And we are out until next time. Hopefully we have some positive vibes with Raw, but I doubt it. So <laughs> y'all be safe, man. Much love to y'all. Yeah. 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 Uh, cause I'm on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. So tell me, girl, I'm on the way. So I'm on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. So tell me, girl, I'm on the way. So I'm on the way. Yeah, you ain't gotta say shit. Just run down, down, down. Yeah, say you ain't gotta say shit. Yeah, say, cause I'm on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. So tell me, girl.